Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, We are continuing our examination of the parables of Jesus. We're in the 14th chapter of Luke. In the last couple of episodes, uh, we started at the beginning of the chapter, and I thought we were actually going to get further along and cover a parable in the previous episode, but we didn't because I was really struck by something. So let me go back and read these first seven verses again, and I'll tell you what I was struck by, and we'll see if we can press on this time. So here's verse 1. It happened that when Jesus went into the house of one of the leaders of the Pharisees on the Sabbath to eat bread, they were watching him closely. And there in front of him was a man suffering from dropsy. And Jesus answered and spoke to the lawyers and the Pharisees, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? But they kept silent, and he took hold of him and healed him and sent him away. Then Jesus said to them, Which one of you? will have a son or an ox fall into a well and will not immediately pull him out on a Sabbath day. And they can make no reply to this. So we've looked at what's been going on here. In my mind, it's obvious that they were setting him up, setting Jesus up, because they placed this man who had a debilitating physical situation in front of Jesus. Like I told you before, I had it three or four days when I was a little bit under the weather, so my voice is still up. A little weak right now, but God is good. So they put him in front of Jesus, and Jesus asked, hey, can I heal him? But notice this. They were watching him closely. These religious rulers were watching Jesus closely. Little did they know what was going on, because in verse 7, it says this. And Jesus began speaking a parable to the invited guests when he noticed how they'd been picking out the places of honor at the table, saying to them, Look at that. We talked about this last time, but we didn't put it together there. Jesus noticed. They were watching Jesus, but Jesus was watching them. Think about that for a moment. You know, I I share this quite often with uh, folks. You know, uh, they'll be worried about this or that and what people will think about something and, you know, just whatever. And finally, I just look at them and say, you know, You do know that the Most High God knows all about this and sees everything that you do. And usually the the look on their faces, (laughs) you know, look at my face when I think about that type of thing, you know. We sit there and we're so worried and we're so concerned about the interpretation of the world and how they view things and how they see things. Well, what thinketh the Most High God, right? Jesus noticed. Jesus knows. And what he had noticed was, how the guests were picking out the place of honor at the table. So let me go ahead and read the parable. This is uh, Luke uh, 14, verse 8. Jesus says this to them. When you are invited by someone to a wedding feast, do not take the place of honor, for someone more distinguished than you may have been invited by him. And he who, who invited you will come and say to you, Give your place to this man, and then in this grace you proceed to occupy the last place. But when you are invited, go and recline at the last place, so that when the one who has invited you comes, he may say to you, Friend, friend, move up higher. 
then you will have honor in the sight of all who are at the table with you. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbled himself will be exalted. You know, I just love how Jesus just cut through all the stuff. Here he was. He was invited. He comes. They're watching him closely because they had set him up. And they wanted to see what he's going to be doing. Little did they know that hmm, he was noticing them too. He was watching them. He healed this person after asking if it was lawful to do so on that Sabbath, and they refused to answer him. He sends that person out, and then he looks at him and says, How many of you, if your son or even your farm animal, your ox, falls into a well, will not get him out on the Sabbath? You're not just going to let him stay there the next day and rescue him. And then he comes along and says this. And lets everyone in the room know that the squabbling and the bickering and the stuff that they had been doing to exalt themselves, to make sure that they were in the proper place, that everything was aligned the way that it should be, that everybody know at what degree of importance I am in this state of affair in my life, what the foolishness is of that. Those that were doing it maliciously, boy, they see some truths right here. Those that are just caught up in it, also sees it. Jesus acknowledges that there's places of honor, but he says, no, if you're invited to this, the way to do this, folks, is not to seek that thing up there, but he doesn't just give them something in the negative. He gives them something in the positive. He shows them how to handle it. He says, if you come to a place, he says, don't go up there and just automatically assume and honor yourself by taking the seat of honor. He says, go sit in uh the least honorable place. Go go occupy the last place. Now, this isn't some form of form of feign humility. No, no. It's really just walking in humility and just sitting because it really doesn't matter, folks. It really doesn't matter where you're going to sit. You've been invited. So go sit there. And then if the one who is invited wants to honor you, say, hey, no, no, come up here and sit up here next to me, then that will be seen by everybody. And the whole place will see that you're being honored rather than the whole place being seeing that you have honored yourself by taking a seat that wasn't yours because you don't know who's going to be here. You don't know what the role and function is. You may be the honorable person at this gathering. You may be honorable number six at the gathering. You know, we really don't know. Jesus tells us what the whole point is. He says, if you, if you exalt yourself, you're going to be humbled. But if you humble yourself, you will be exalted. Boy, can you imagine the dynamics of that gathering at just that moment? The Pharisees and the lawyers had seen their little plan blow up in their face. That's the reason they invited Jesus there, was to put this gentleman with dropsy in front of him, challenge him on the Sabbath, and hope to get him on something. Uh, Jesus basically asked him, hey, is it okay if I do this? They didn't answer him. So then he heals one of his sons, sends him out, and then looks at him and says, y'all would have done the same thing. You would do the same thing. And then he gives him a parable about seeking <clears throat> the place of honor because that's what every one of them were doing, and that was their lifestyle. And it saddens me to say that is a huge portion of the lifestyle 
of, quote, church leadership, unquote, nowadays. If you go to gatherings of leaders, really, folks, regardless of uh, denomination, uh, you would be dumbfounded, dumbfounded at the pharisaical arrogance that exists there. Even in places where you think it doesn't exist, oh, it does. It does. And a lot of it is just walking out of fear and walking out of defensiveness and an awareness that you really are not living and walking as the Lord calls you to. We give more heed and attention to what man thinks than to what God thinks. Uh, the ones who walk the way the Lord wants them to walk are usually pointed out. I may have to share you out with you all this story. Maybe I'll do it next time if I remember it. Uh, sometimes you may be called the black sheep. Okay, well, we were called that one time, but it's actually sort of cute. And because it was actually true, actually totally true. But, you know, you may be called a black sheep, but that's okay. It's all right. You are living as who you are in the kingdom as the Lord has called you and as the Lord designed you. Not trying to attain and live within some pharisaical religious denominational standard. So do not exalt yourself. Humble yourself that you may be exalted by he who matters. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.